Hi guys, this is Tony Henley and I just want to welcome you to our podcast. This is a Tony Henley Ministries podcast and um, this is the podcast that is dedicated to equipping believers to be leaders. In this podcast, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, God's Word and the importance of God's Word in a leader's life. Um, when we look through the Bible, we find many scriptures that describe the Word of God. We know in John it says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We look in Psalms 111, uh, David said this, he said, How can a young man cleanse his, uh, you know, keep his way pure? He said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And uh, we know that the Word of God says that uh, the Word is sharper than any two-edged sword. We know that uh, when we uh, look in Ephesians, it talks about the armor of the God, of God that um, the, the Word is the, uh, the sword. And uh, <clears throat> so we know God's Word is uh, it's, it's very... Um, it's life-changing. And for leaders, we need to make God's Word a priority. We look in the Psalms, Psalms 119. It's the longest psalm in the uh, the whole book of Psalms. And, and when we look at this particular um, psalm, it, it really emphasizes the priority of the Word of God. And for leaders, that's so important that we make God's Word a priority. Now, you know, I, I'm, I love to read. I love to study. I love to grow. I love to be challenged. I love to read books that are going to challenge me and teach me um, how to think at a higher level. I uh, like what Keith Craft says, you know, we want to elevate our thinking so we can elevate our life. And I believe that learning, you know, I, I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts throughout the day. I read a lot of books, um, but none of that can replace the Word of God. God's Word has to be utmost of priority in my life, and I have to make that a priority. If I don't make that a priority, then it can be, it can, before long we begin to lose it. We begin to lose our faith in, in what God has spoken to us, and we for, begin to forget the promises that God has made to us. And when pressure comes, when pressure comes in our lives, and it does come in our lives, then what's in us is what's going to come to the surface. And uh, when we have God's Word in our hearts, then when the pressure comes, His Word comes to the surface. And as leaders, we need to really realize that, uh, that God's Word has to be a priority in our lives. You know, I, I have a seven-year-old son, and probably here, in a, probably here soon I'm going to have him on my podcast, and he's going to uh, quote Scripture. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's funny, I, I heard one uh, group of people say that, you know, that, um, you know, memory is, is, is just mental ascension. But what they don't realize is memory is how, is, is an avenue to get in in our spirit. You know, what we think about is what we talk about because it gets in us. And uh, I like what Kenneth Copeland says on his website that uh, in renewing your mind, he gives you all the avenues of renewing your mind. One of them is meditating on God's Word, but one of them is also memorizing God's Word. And as you memorize God's Word, it gets in you. And then when things come against you, it begins to come to the surface. Or just in life, it comes up. Because you're, you're, um, the Bible says this, that Jesus said, now, now Deuteronomy 6.5 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. But Jesus said in the New Testament, quoting that scripture, he added something. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. So we have to love God with our mind too. And what we put in our minds really makes a difference. If we're feeding on garbage, I know people that watch movies that are um, un, they're, they're not healthy. They're not, uh, they're not good for your spirit. And that's what comes out of you. If you watch fearful m- movies, you're going to become fearful. 
if you watch, um, you know, things that are wholesome, then they're going to be, uh, you know, wholesome in our lives. So when we look at Psalms 119 and it talks, it really emphasizes, you know, again, Psalms are songs. So it's a song about the priority of the word of God. It has 176 verses. And, um, you know, one of the things about, it says that we're to, uh, it really um, makes uh, an emphasis on God's wisdom and convinces us to treasure it more than anything else in life. <clears throat> you know, we can get, um, one of the things you need to realize too is, you know, God's wisdom is different than the world's wisdom where there's two kingdoms. There's a kingdom of this world. There's a kingdom of, of um, God and, and his, God's kingdom functions different than the world's system. So we, we have to understand we live in this world but we're not of this world. And if we're not of this world, then we need to know about God's kingdom. And if we're going to lead in our families or in our jobs or others or influence, then we need to realize what God's kingdom is all about. And for leaders, you know, it's funny, John Maxwell says this, he says this particular passage gives them a a challenge that's crucial for all leaders. And he says that leaders face two realities. One is change happens faster than ever. So leaders must remain adaptable. Now, you need to understand, I, when I was in Bible college, I went to Tommy Barnett's uh, for a couple of years. And uh, Tommy Barnett used to have a saying, and this is what all of us believers need to adapt, is that methods will change. You know, the internet was nothing what it was years ago. Podcasts weren't happening 20 years ago, 30 years ago. <clears throat> so methods, you know, a method of a podcast is getting God's word out there. A method of the internet is getting uh, written literature out there uh, through eBooks and through blogs. Uh, so the methods have changed over the years, but the message never changed. We have to remain adaptable, but we, even though things are changing fast, we can never ever ever compromise God's word. God's word does not change. And that's one of the things we're, we're seeing in the world today is uh, we're seeing uh, Christian leaders of organizations that are um, questioning and challenging God's word in certain contexts. Um, and the reality is, is God's word does not change. God's word is truth. And that's how we measure truth because God's word is truth. And we need to realize that even though things are changing faster than ever, we do have to be adaptable and we have to learn how to spread the message in a way that we're going to uh, influence others. You know, you can, you, can, <laughs> you can quote scripture to people without giving them a, um, you know, the address of it. Romans 3, 5 says, no, you can, you can begin to talk God's word to people just in conversation. And, you know, that's more effective, really, because then you're not Bible thumping. You're having a conversation, but you're getting God's word in there. You know what? When you get God's word in there, guess what? God's word does not return void. In other words, God's word is going to do what it's sent to do. So I want to to just list a few things that um, when we look at this, if we make this, uh, if we make scripture, if we look at this particular passage and we adopt, you know, God's word as our source for our leadership principles, uh, we'll find out that our leadership, um, and I'm going to go through different verses here, but number one is it's going to be blessed. And we know that when we're, the, the proverb says that God blesses the righteous. You know, um, in other words, we, uh, when we're in right standing with God, God blesses us. When we make God's prior, word a priority, he blesses us. <clears throat> number two is he remain, we remain pure and ethical pure and ethical. God's word, I think it's Titus that says that, that uh, our, we're renewed by the washing of God's word. God's word washes us and helps us, gives us a standard to live by and an ethics that we can adapt in our lives. 
It also uh, strengthens, strengthens us and revitalizes. When we look at God's word, it's a source of strength. It'll strengthen us to overcome obstacles. It'll strengthen us to stand in temptation. It did with Jesus. Whenever the, the devil came and began to tempt him, he used the word of God. And he, um, he, he fought against that. Um, it'll strengthen us. It'll revitalize us. It'll give us new hope. It'll give us new strength that we can run our race. Um, it also will um, insightfully answer criticism. You know, a lot of times leaders will uh, face criticism. Uh, they'll uh, see um, people that will oppose them. Now, I want to say this, that, uh, you know, God's word is, uh, is truth. And sometimes God word, God's word will offend people. And that's okay. Uh, people will criticize sometimes for, um, you know, our actions as leaders that maybe um, um, we're doing something that God has told us to do or we're sharing a truth that is um, convicting them, that is, um, you know, penetrating to a point where they, they want to repent. But yet there, there is a, you know, there's a spirit of antichrist, which is rebellion in the world today. And sometimes people in there, um, what I find is when you confront sin, and people don't want to get rid of that sin, then they retaliate, they criticize, they come back against you. Um, also, enjoy liberty. Uh, God's Word helps us enjoy a liberty. We need to understand that the Son has set us free, and if we're free, we're free indeed. Uh, we don't have to pick up that yoke of bondage again. Again, I said pick it up. God delivered us, and you need to realize that. A lot of times, that's where we need to renew our mind. And, and with God's word is to realize that we have a liberty and we're to walk in that liberty. Um, and also uh, the scripture talks about gaining wise counsel when needed. You know, a lot of times we talk to everybody else about a situation, but God wants us to go to his word as a source of wisdom, as a source of counsel, as a source of, of being able to uh, gain the knowledge that we can uh, you know, have the wisdom to make decisions and do things that we need to do. Also, um, remain steady even when afflicted. Um, you know, we're going to have afflictions in this world. The enemy's going to fight us. He's going to come against us. Understand, I said the enemy does that. A lot of times people will say, well, God put this on me. Listen, God didn't put sickness on you to teach you anything. Um, I don't know where people got that from, um, but that's, that's just totally opposite of who God is. That's opposite of his nature. You need to get scriptures in your heart. Things like, uh, you know, that the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. So if there's anything being um, killed, there's anything being destroyed or stolen, that's from the enemy. God gave, came, and I think it's amplified, it said, to give us an abundant life, a more abundant life. In other words, God wants to give us good things. God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And if he's mad about you, you know, my son, my two boys, I want the best for them. I want to give them the best. I want to, uh, and 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 because that because of that, it's it's a driving force for me to do better in my life. But but here's the reality: is God loves us even more than we love our own children, and He loves us so much that He wants to give us good things. You know, He doesn't afflict us. But here's the reality: is when the enemy does afflict us, when things do happen, because we do live in a world that is full of sin, bad things do happen then the Word of God is going to help us be steady. You know what steady is? That's unmovable. In other words, when, when circumstances come against us, we're going to stand regardless. And that's realizing that God is for us. Amen. So also uh, 
to display um, more insight than our teachers. Uh, that's verses 99 and 100. When we, when we talk about displaying more um, insight than our teachers, you know, here's the reality, and, and all of us need to realize this, that, you know, our generation should have a, a, a level of revelation or insight into God's Word. But each, uh, you know, revelation is progressive, you know, so... The next generation should be growing on what the insight that God has given us or the revelation God has given us. And I'm not talking about some new spiritual thing, but I'm talking about insight into God's word. It's like I, you know, I heard a, a guy named Keith Moore, uh, Pastor Keith Moore in uh, Branson, Missouri, make this statement. You know, he read um, in Mark, the 11th chapter, you know, in uh, Word of Faith, that's their chapter that Kenneth Hagin really grabbed a hold of and he taught and he taught and he taught. And um, when uh, Keith Moore began to teach it, he said, how many of you ever heard a sermon on this? You know, and there was laughter in the crowd and hands went up. And, and, and then he said, how many of you got insight from this passage? And hands went up and people laughed and they understood it. And then he says, but we've not exhausted all the insight in this scripture. Now think about that. So you heard a hundred sermons on this passage, but there's still insight to come. You follow what I'm saying? In other words, God's still revealing, God's still opening our spiritual eyes to where we can have insight into what is being taught. Also, uh, the Word helps us as leaders to be enlightened and intuitive. Enlightened, in other words, uh, we're more aware, we're, our eyes are open to what God has for us. And also have a reliable guide even for new issues. So here's the reality is, you know, in life, issues will come up and sometimes... Things will come up in our life for the first time. You know, I, uh, I work with hospice, and some people are um, experiencing death for the first time. They don't know really how to, to cope or how to handle that uh, sudden loss sometimes. And God's Word helps to, uh, because that's a new issue for them, it's still a guide for them to go through that. It's still a guide for them to go through um, whatever is going on in their lives, uh, whatever issues arise. Also, um, Enjoy inward peace and poise. You know, God is peace. God wants us to walk in peace. He wants us to experience peace. Uh, I believe it's in Philippians. It says there's a peace that passeth all understanding. God wants us to have that peace that regardless on what's going on around us, we still have a peace that God is on our side. And finally is um, get divine help. You know, God's word gives us that divine help. God's word speaks to us. It helps us to uh, get the help we need. We all need help um, in different ways at different times. God's Word will help us understand that. It will strengthen us. It will help us to uh, see what He has for us. And I just want to encourage you today, you know, uh, get into God's Word. Spend time into God's Word. Let God's Word get into your heart. So whenever things arise, you'll know where to go. Uh, whenever things happen that you don't understand, you'll have a source to go to. Whenever you're uh, discouraged, you'll be able to stand on God's Word. And I said earlier, I don't think I finished it, but my little boy, um, memorizing Scripture. <clears throat> you know, we, we started an alphabet Scripture. It's A through Z. And, and um, every alpha, letter of the alphabet has a Scripture that goes with that Word. And my little seven-year-old has um, probably in about six or seven months, He's memorized almost all of those. There's only a few at the end he hasn't memorized. And the reason he hasn't is because he's also memorizing scriptures for school and for church. And you know what? That word will not return void. That word will help renew his mind. 
Um, I heard a girl say years ago that when she was a little kid, she uh, was in a contest and she had to memorize 52 scriptures. And she memorized those. And later on in life, when tragedy happened, she uh, she didn't realize how ingrained those scriptures were in her system. She didn't realize that she was going to need those scriptures because those scriptures came to the surface whenever that tragedy happened. And you know, that's the way it is in our lives. We're going to be faced with issues and things that come against us. And when they do, the word is going to come to the top. And as leaders, we're called to influence others. I pray that this... Um, this message will bless you, it'll encourage you, it'll strengthen you. I hope that uh, you uh, go away with a uh, desire to get into God's Word, make it a habit daily. You can start out with a proverb, there's 31 proverbs. You can do one a day for the month. I know people that continually do that year-round. Every month they read it, you know, every day of the month they read a proverb. There's a lot of Psalms that encourage, there's also the Gospels. And so I want to encourage you, you know, take some time, get into God's Word, let it penetrate, uh, let it um, get into those places in our life that is going to strengthen us, equip us. And remember, uh, I, I just want to encourage you to, you know, subscribe to our podcast. You can go on iTunes, you can go to Spotify, you can go to our webpage, TonyHenley.org. Um, there's, there's also, uh, Tony Henley, uh, ministries is a 501 C three. So if you donate anything, it's going to be tax exempt. Encourage you. If you want to uh, be part of what we're doing, you can do a monthly or one-time uh, donation. Um, if you're in, if you're, um, interested in sponsoring, you can, uh, email me and we can work something out where we can do a sponsorship. But I, I just pray that this uh, podcast bless you and uh, we'll see you soon. And remember, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you.